Because I'll fucking kill them. Oh, 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 what? Where am I? I love Christ. <laughs> Christ is born. <laughs> Christ is born today. Christ. <laughs> Christina Igorevna Dibal, that is her full name. Your full name is Christina Svechlana <laughs> Igorevna. Oh, should you boo? Everyone needs a slinky. Go, slinky. Slinkies were the worst toys. <laughs> They got tangled up after one day. But when you use it first, you feel like a magician on a kite. <laughs> when you put it on the steps and it walks down by itself, your brain is so close to exploding. Then you get out silly putty and copy comic strip picture onto silly putty. These are toys in the olden days. When you become part of America, you get a vacuum if you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are boy, take that doll out of your hand. Even if it's G.I. Joe, take that fucking doll out of your hand. You only play with vodka and truck. Then you give your mom a big fuck. We fuck moms in Russia now. Everybody fucks their mom. It's way to stay warm in our country. <laughs> If you're cold because of snow, hang a rug up on your wall. Take a trip down to Banya. Take a shower once a week. Warm you and your mother's bones by fire. Wait in line for little bread. Littlest piece of bread you've seen. Ride a horse with no shirt on. Get a picture of you on horse with no shirt on. Flex your muscle on the horse. Act like you have six pack. <laughs> take, take a Mass produce photo of you on horse with no shirt on. Destroying countries. Don't wear saddle on the horse. You crush your ball, but you're man of steel, so it doesn't actually crush your ball. Make sure your pants are khaki when you are on top of horse. Make this man fuck your mother. Then you can get out of country for free. <laughs> if you want to get like me, fuck. The man on top of horse. On top of tree. <laughs> on top of cloud. There he is, he sat on cloud. I'm so sad, I'm going to get loud. There he is, he's riding horse. <clears throat> Coolest sky I've ever seen. Looks like man, uh, what is it called? Where man is half horse and half man. <laughs> What is this, a satyr? Okay, look, I'm wearing army clothes I ordered from Walmart.com <laughs> to get mailed to Russia. 
The horse is like, get the fuck off of me and get me out of this country. <laughs> the horse has been learning English in spare time, trying to make a break for the border. I mean the sea. The horse wants to make the American dream. Bring his family and they will sing. All this horse would like to do is become Budweiser Clydesdale horse. He wears wigs on his feet to make him look like Clydesdale. The horse has losing a little bit of hair. Horse has bought a black wig from Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, man. Man makes horse wear. What's it called? Uh, Man makes horse wear black extensions. Man is like, hey, can I dye your horse tail black <laughs> with spray paint? Horse takes shit on this man. Man takes shit and rubs his hand. <laughs> horse and Mr. Man on horse grab a drink at a local public house. <laughs> Horse and man then fall in love. <laughs> Horse <That's>... leaves wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they become as one. And that's the story of how uh, <laughs> a man horse. What are they called? Vladimir Putin on a horse. What are they? Centaur. centaur. That's the story of how the centaur <laughs> came to be. Yeah, it was a really long time ago. In Soviet Russia dur- during the Soviet Union. So that everything you just heard was actually factual. We were reading it off of flashcards. <laughs> flashcards. Every every single thing we had. We uh, and uh, also that segment was sponsored by Tax Slayer, everybody. <laughs> that was sponsored by that horse wearing an Amazon wig. <laughs> Very black wig. He wants to be a Clydesdale. <laughs> Just saying that the horse has an American dream <laughs> is just incredible. He wants to take his whole family to America, but then he fell in love with a man that looks like Putin. My favorite <clears throat> frame on Instagram right now is those Jesus frames. Like, I like him holding me in his palm or like it, he's standing above me like this and I like put my face in there. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm telling you guys is this whole... um you know, what I would say, maybe a Critics' Choice Award improv bit on a podcast, Golden musical Globe, version. musical version, uh, just came from that. Because I said, looked at Libby and was like, hey, sing a church song. And that but, was the tune I picked. Oh, 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 oh. I hate oh, when he we got to tell do us. it again. I do too. That does suck. When he has to tell, and the way that he just did it too, he's like, can you guys clap, please? Like, it wasn't. There was no joy in his voice. It was very uh, micromanaging, like. Yeah, what it honestly felt like was mansplaining. So. What's clapping, Randy? Mansplain it to us. Yeah, tell us what clapping is. Whoa, look at this cool picture of Putin <laughs> with the sunglasses on and the horse. Oh my God, this is fucking. Oh, holy shit. That guy is a leader in another country, dude. Dude, look at his weird sausage fingers. Look at that hair, that horse's lace front wig. He literally is doing everything he can to act exactly like Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> except to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. And basically live the opposite of how the character of Jean-Claude Van Damme lives. I can mean, you believe that guy's in charge of stuff? Can you believe that? To be honest, I look at him and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense what he's doing right now. We're just looking at this aggressive photo of Putin with these weird, I'm here to fuck your mom sunglasses on that he got from Walmart in the kids <laughs> section. Correction, I got them at the corner store. We did not have Walmart. Here. I got them at Bodega. I mean, dude, that even the horses like... What's that called? A bridle? Mm-hmm. Was I right? I think. Oh, I thought you knew. Not a big horse guy. <clears throat> Me neither. I'm scared of them. Which I should be. Yeah, they're terrifying. Yeah. I mean, they're large. They can kill you accidentally. One one uh, 
leg to the growing, you'd be gone. One pump and One, you're fucking out of this town. One pump and your your growing area is growing. Yeah. Oh, dude, that area of your body that grows. <laughs> growing. <clears throat> Drawing. Drawing. Jesus, Putin. They'll have a piece of pizza in my tooth. He's scary. Dude, he looks like he... <sighs> I, I don't know how to describe him. He looks like a... Whoa! Whoa. What a strong guy. The, I mean, this photo is just... <laughs> <laughs> that horse looks so uh, downtrodden okay, guys, and sad. Guys, guys, so listen. Today, they're like in St. Petersburg, Russia, like where the capital is. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm going to show you that just so you can have it for like f- reference in your brain. St. Petersburg, Florida. Wow, that's nice. Okay, whoops. <laughs> Russia. Much different climate. Okay, let me just keep t- adding words. Kremlin. Let's look at it. See the vibe of St. Petersburg. Oh. So. Big. You know. Wow. Big a lot big. of stuff going on. The center square. Putin <clears throat> sits down for his daily meeting with everyone and they think like something really big's happening. He's like, okay, guys, listen. Uh, so today I know that we said we were going to do a lot of like, a lot of, a uh, lot of diplomatic stuff. And I totally, totally want to do that stuff too. Uh-huh. But, um, uh. I have a quick question before you start. Yeah. Do you have any um, snacks that we could eat while you're discussing this, sir? Putin? Do, oh, do I have any snacks? Yeah. Yeah, of course I have snacks. What what you get? Well, give me a sec. Uh, okay, that was like super rude. Like, I invite you here. You know, I know that you are born Russian, but you have this American accent. Yeah. So, you know, I just would like to comment. Yeah. Don't cut me off next time when I'm talking. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just, you invited us here at lunchtime it's and I'm fu- very hungry. Give me a second. Let me call, uh, uh ch- let me, let me just call my little assistant, okay? Okay. <clears throat> um. But I'm listening. I'm ready to take notes. I got my notebook and uh, my Okay, laptop. listen, I'm talking now. I'm about to call it. I understand you're ready. I see you're literally holding notebook up in front of Jeez. face with big pen. Somebody's I testy. <laughs> <laughs> I am not testy today. I just... I. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Am I right, guys? <laughs> okay, if any of you guys laugh at her one more time, you're out. I just want you to know. Do not laugh at Irina. Just, she's not funny, so don't laugh at her. I just, Irina, please don't do that again. Sorry. Just, just kidding. <laughs> that was really funny. Okay, so hold on a second. Let me let me uh, call Svetlana up and see if she can bring snacks. Svetlana, can you uh, make sure to bring... Uh, Nabisco Ritz bring, crackers. Bring in Nabis- Nabisco... Nabisco Ritz. Ritz crackers. So maybe some peanut butter. Some peanut butter. Cheese. Cheese. What kind of cheese? You know, just like a marbled, uh, like an American Colby mix. American, American Colby mix. Okay, and then for me, if you could just bring me my big jar of pickled herring, I'll just eat that here at the table, and that's fine. Does anyone else need anything? Pasta? Pasta? Pasta. Oh, get some pastries. pasta if you've got it over there. Bring up some pasta. Svetlana, can you um get a uh, a bin of pasta? <laughs> yes, a bin size and a couple, forks. not a bowl. We want forks. a bin bin size forks. We need forks to silverware. Yes, toothpicks maybe. Yeah, if you have toothpicks, that would be good too. The same because yeah, maybe Tooth- something to drink. <clears throat> okay. I oh have yeah. Kind of thirst. Oh, my God. Svetlana, why didn't you set out the water pitcher with the small glasses? It makes everyone nervous and the water's sweating on the thing. Why didn't you bring that today? You know, you're supposed to bring that because it makes people scared. Because if they get too thirsty, you know what? Sorry. Yes. Water, great, in the little pitcher. And then maybe some Coca-Cola. Yeah, some Coke or would, Pepsi or something. Um, uh, A Sprite, You maybe. pick one or the other, okay? We pick, we have Coke Day. Three days a week, and then we have Pepsi Day four days a week. Which day you is pick it? Today, oh, it's Thursday. Today, it's Coke Day. Coke. Coke Day. Okay, so yeah, let's do the Coke today, and then um, uh, I will have, uh, give me just a um, Capri Sun. Sounds good. <laughs> God. So, okay, snacks are going to be coming in shortly. Uh, 
Oh, sorry. Igor, did you want any snacks? Okay, got it. Uh, Svetlana, get him one raw onion. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, so listen, guys, I know we were going to be doing a lot of like cool diplomatic stuff today, but, and that is awesome. Okay, what did we have on the agenda today, Irina? I kind of forgot. I was uh, getting... You wanted to talk was, about the synergy. That was You kept syn- saying synergy over and over again. Synergy. Okay, uh, it's probably like that, an oil, oil, oil place, I think. That's good. We can deal with that later. Let's push everything a little bit because uh, what I want to do today, and I know you guys are going to be really excited about this, I want to do a team photo shoot. Oh, yes. cool. Team photo shoot. So guess what? drinks on me we're gonna fly from st petersburg to what to yeah today guys we're flying to where to siberia and we're gonna do a f- group photo shoot oh there's wow. a horse there i have cool tactical army gear and stuff like that that uh, we can all wear and take cool pictures it's gonna be a really cool day i i just i really can't wait for you guys to to, to experience this well that sounds cool but <clears throat> I just wanted to what give if the rest of the world roast us for taking pictures like that. Though? Oh, <laughs> could you imagine ever roasting somebody that's on top of a horse shirtless in the middle of a country? Can hey, you- who left their phone on? Igor, you need to keep your phone off. It's very upsetting. Okay. And we- I just want you to know none of us like breaking Benjamin. So Sorry. 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 <laughs> it sounded like one of the Beatles. <laughs> Why does Igor sound like a Beatle? Whoa, Whoa that was Did wild. Did you see that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all I do want to say. But yes, guys, so today we're basically, think of today as like a really, really cool field trip. I think that it is going to be awesome. Um, so that's all. So I just, uh, I, I'm... I'm curious, though, because I've mm-hmm. been hearing a rumor that you've taken a new lover. What? A non-human lover. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What do you think I am? Some kind of wizard? <laughs> well, no, but... Wizards I... have sexual relationships with their mother... Uh, not, sorry, not Wait, mothers. What? No, I didn't mean to say that. I, I was going to say uh, animals. Pets. Wizards do? Yeah, wizards, magicians, anybody that plays tricks on you, having relationship... With an animal. It I could just be that. a friendship, could be platonic. It doesn't huh. have to be intimate. Oh, no. I heard you're having an intimate relationship with, um, no, actually a horse. And that's why I'm wondering if we're going on this field <laughs> trip because you're trying to, us to meet your new oh. girl or what's No, I'm on? not trying to. No, I'm not trying to get. <laughs> no, I'm not. You, I'm married and have children. What are, what are you reading this? D- D- Donald J. Trump fake news. <laughs> I, actually, oh, God, Igor, you're annoying. Igor told me I mm. I didn't believe him at first, but then I saw this picture and you were shirtless on a horse and you had like some cool black sunglasses. And um, I was giving my horse water. He was thirsty. But you guys are French kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I had a piece of carrots that I had chewed up. Nicely to give to the horse. We were not French kissing. But you had your eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) No, there is no, I would never close my eyes when regurgitating food for an animal, you know, because there's just. Well, look here. Look. I don't. See? Here's the picture. Igor gave it to me. And then the next frame, you'll see you. The horse is actually wearing your pants. I was closing. I was closing my eyes because the sun was in my eyes. I looked up to to regurgitate this f- carrot that I was feeding to the horse. Ilya is his name, actually, very much. And somebody doesn't know how to look at gender of horse. Uh, wow. You are, what? how do you say? Canceled. That is right. Ilya. Let's look at the next That is picture. Ilya. And I was, my, uh, there's tears in my eyes because the sun was actually, there was an eclipse going on in the sky as we were doing these photos. So, All right, let's look at the next one. Crazy it's you. Stuff. Okay. Standing next to a horse holding a jumbo Valentine's Day card that says, You're my Valentine. Yeah. And the horse's hoof is holding the other side of the card. Well, yeah, that's that was for us to post on the social media. Not it's not doesn't mean that that we're in this romantic relationship. The photo was taken sometime in January. 
So that means what holidays next? Valentine's Day. Okay. Say it with me. There's no way I'm having this kind of relationship with a horse. But just these pictures are very suspicious. Okay. Yeah. All right. Look at the next one. What's the next one? There's no way anything's worse than my <laughs> eyes closed and tears coming from them. It's a picture that's embarrassing. of you dressed up in a tuxedo and a horse dressed up in a prom style dress, slow dancing in what appears to be uh, some sort of ball or prom. Mm. That's interesting. This uh, actually looks as if you're mistaking my my horse for my daughter. Um, yep, she dressed up as a horse. That's your daughter dressed up as a horse. Wow, yeah. it's very realistic. It actually looks like the horse that was in the other pictures. It's very distinct because the horse yeah. has a like it's almost wearing a wig. No, that's daddy daughter dance, and I that's <laughs> that is daddy daughter dance. Huh. Annual daddy daughter dance, and she said she wanted to dress up as a horse. So. With a black wig on? Uh huh. Black, yep. That's All why. Right, well, let's look at the next picture. So, here. I, I, I mean, I really keep thinking you think you're going to like corner me, and it's like not going right, to happen. Look. look at the next one. I want you to describe what you see to everyone. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> this is a really good photo. So, you guys aren't going to believe this. I was <laughs> I was making a peanut butter sandwich mm -hmm. outside by horses mm -hmm. stable and <laughs> somehow I don't I literally have no idea how this happened. I was trying to be one of the commoners that day, you know, like in the stall cleaning the shit and all mm -hmm. that i you're not gonna believe this you, let me guess you slipped and fell i slipped and Your fell pants fell off yes <laughs> can you believe this and the horse pants, mounted you pants fell off well no i think you're actually there, there must be another picture of that because i've never seen that one what you're seeing in this picture right here is my Pipi, my little matryoshka, like my little nesting doll. You know, it's like the small doll starts out <laughs> starts out with the really small doll, and then oh, just keeps growing. So right. this photo is at the beginning of growing stages um, of my little my little peach peach. Okay. Ah, so that's why there's hay all over it because the mm. peanut butter was on it and the horse just start saw the hay and just started trying to have a snack so yeah i had to yeah it's pretty crazy but yeah so um well, well what about this next one from your instagram it's a picture of a horse's hoof with your hand holding the hoof with a diamond ring around the hoof <laughs> I what can I say? I treat my people well, and you know, a diamond ring for a horse. Yeah, it's uh, that was a, it's a huge ring. That was uh, it was a joke. I I gave it to my horse. I text picture to my wife. I said, "Uh oh, look who's getting the, the ring instead of you, you fucking slut." Um, oh wow! So. You know, I think maybe we don't uh, do field trip today. I think I'm actually going to head into my office. I have so much work to do. I mean, my my cell phone is just buzzing in my pants. It just will not stop. I don't think stop. that's your cell phone. <laughs> I don't understand the joke. Nothing. Yeah, got it. Okay, so <clears throat> I'll just uh, grab my jar of herring and... Uh, you sure you don't want to look at one more picture? No, I don't want to look at any more pictures. I don't like this game. And to be honest, Irina, this is really not funny. <laughs> okay. It's hilarious. It's, you're in love with the horse and can't admit it. It's just... You gave a horse a diamond ring and you can't admit that you're in love with the horse? No, I'm not in love. I like the horse. The horse is nice. Okay? The horse doesn't backtalk me. The horse doesn't doesn't call me saying, Oh, can I can I have some money? I want to buy this nice little outfit from from Neiman Marcus. Oh, can can you open up my can you call the bank and open up funds so we can I'm the horse doesn't ask questions, doesn't question me. Horse is my buddy. This is so, 
maybe I I'm doing a little bit of that, but I promise you it has nothing to do with anything but that. I just go there for peace and silence because everybody's always asking me something to do. Oh, Mr. Putin, get over here, lift these weights and show us how strong you are. Oh, Mr. Putin, come over here, flex your muscles and let us see how strong your six pack is. Mm -hmm. Lift your shirt. You know, I get so tired of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have been spending more time with the horse than I have been at home. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's why that's why I've been smelling like actual shit lately. Yes. Yes. So. All right, cool. Is that enough for you? I mean, God, you guys are so... Can I just do something without you guys? Just cut... Oh, Miss Putin, Vlad. We we are not on Vlad terms. No one is on Vlad terms with me except my horse. Yeah, I noticed the necklace that it was wearing and it's a big gold chain that says Vlad. (laughs) Yeah. And it's bridal. Bridal has... The, uh, letters you're v, just VP making, on the side. You're just making things up right now, and I'm sick of all of you. You know what? You guys should do some push-ups before you get to your next meeting, because you're all weak losers. Okay. Okay. I'll cool. be whatever horse lover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop. I'll. You know what? I'll be in my office e- e- eating hay. I mean, um. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I should have left on that other one. And, uh, <laughs> calling someone horse lover is very stupid, so. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Nope, we're done. No more meetings this week. Cancel everything. Goodbye. Okay. That's it. <clears throat> Putin's gone. Dude, the fact that he <laughs> would just lie about it over and over again. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not French kissing the horse. The horse was giving me CPR. I was having a, I was having a heart attack, and the horse gave me the CPR. The horse saved you. The horse made to save you. Oh, God. I'm trying to use this mouse for that computer. I'm trying to not look at Putin ever again. Those are pretty rad pictures. They though. are very... That's what sucks, is like, those pictures are fucking cool. It's like, he's such a piece of shit, though, I can't... You know? Right. But it's like... If I liked him, <laughs> I'd be rocking a shirt with him. Right. On the on horse, horse. Constantly. Or maybe your phone screensaver. Yep. I'd just be living and laughing and loving. But unfortunately, he's a monster, right? Uh, Yeah. Big monster. Big monster. Would you compare him to Hitler, Stalin, and... Who did my grandma call my grandpa? She called him Hitler, Stalin, and one other one other guy. All Mussolini. Up. Mussolini all rolled up in one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's. I don't know. I that's such a d- deep, dark question. Because I don't know. What do you? It's like, is he as bad as Stalin and and Hell if Hitler? I know. Probably. I don't even know what's going on. Me neither. I can't hear nothing. Hello. Hello. There you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, he's a big old pile of shit, but <laughs> aren't we all? I mean, I haven't invaded a country and <laughs> senselessly killed people for no reason because I got an ego problem. Yeah, no, he's definitely fucked up. I love that that was what your mother would say about your father. No, that was my grandma saying about my grandpa. Oh, Hitler, my God. Stalin, Mussolini rolled up in one. That's how bad he was, apparently. That is... Did you ever know him? My grandfather? Yeah. Yeah. She was worse than him. I don't know what the hell Would she's she talking Would she say it about. as a joke? She'd be like, yeah, worse than Hitler, Stalin, and Mussolini all rolled into one. <laughs> what a fucking... Which is a good roast, I guess. It, it, it's not bad. Like, it's really letting you know, like, hey, you're not just, like, an asshole. You're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and pretty much everyone hates you. <laughs> For many, many years. Ooh, nice. Um, Libby Ooh. Libby did something cool today. She uh, pooped in a McDonald's. Sure did. Nice. Went right up to the lobby and just shit in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Walked in and you said, I'm facing my fears. <laughs> I said, uh, make that supersize. And then I went <laughs> right on the floor. No, I had to wait because I wasn't sure if Randy was home. So I had to go dookie. 
Oh, so you? I thought you just went there to like get a little snack, and you were like, you know what? I might as well just dump out here. Nope, went in there specifically uh, to go to the restroom. Sure. Did you end up purchasing anything? No. Yeah. Which made me look very suspicious. That's what I'm talking about. People think they think <clears throat> it makes them look suspicious. And some places are really weird about that. I say stop guarding your bathrooms places. Like, right. you know, when you go into a place and they hold it hostage, they're like, no, you can't use it unless, you know, you buy whatever. I'm like, I'll fucking buy whatever. I'll give you two fucking dollars right now Just to use your restroom and poop. Just let me in there. There were three random men eating inside of the McDonald's, which to me was Alone. so weird. I think at this point, if you're eating inside of McDonald's, it's like, maybe we should, you know, just be reevaluating and stuff. It just it feels like weird. such a sad place like, to eat in. Who goes in McDonald's and eats anymore? I mean, clearly those three men. And they were all staring at me as I walked in and I thought... Oh, uh, they're each all gonna know I'm shitting. Each one of them's getting their watch out to see how long I've been in there. <laughs> there she goes. Oh, uh, the worst part is the the restaurant that I work at. Like when I go to shit, we only have a one person bathroom. Oh God. So, I mean, and I call it my office. I'll be like, I'm going to my office, which just means I'm going to sit on the toilet, look at my phone, vape. Maybe shit, maybe piss, maybe not do any of them. Right. Sometimes I just go in there, take my pants off and sit down and look around. And just looking yeah. around. And then I, obviously, if I go in there and nobody pulls on the door, that's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the greatest kind of day yeah, ever. Yeah, because then you know nobody's waiting out there for you. Yep. You come out all willy-nilly mm-hmm. looking at your phone. Don't even wash your hands because you don't shit. They don't know that. They're like, hey, don't you work here? Shouldn't you wash your fucking hands? Yeah. And I'm just like, you have no idea what I was doing in there. What do you have a camera in there? That's illegal. I smell a little bit of dookie though. Yeah. No. What I like to do is when I walk out of the bathroom, even if somebody like pulled on it or whatever, I'll still wait about a minute because I don't want to give those people what they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I don't feel like I have to answer them. So it's like, I just kind of, I'll, I'll hear it. I'll notice it. I'll acknowledge it. That's what my therapist says mm-hmm. when we're doing like brain spotting. It's like, hey, you know, if you if there's something that goes off in your mind, you know, just just notice it. Okay, cool. I'm thinking about this. That's not a big deal. Notice it. It's a fleeting thought. <laughs> That's what I do when I'm sitting on the toilet in the one person bathroom. My job. I hear the and I'm always like, got it. All right, noted. Well, let me finish what I'm doing, <laughs> and then. Maybe I'll come out in a timely fashion. But there has been a time that someone like pulled on it and I was like still shitting my brains out like really badly. You know, like maybe kind of like not necessarily like a sick poo, but maybe a like spicy food poo. A mid squirt. Yes. (laughs) You know how you know. Oh, I know all about that. You get the signal that lets you know that your body's done pooping. And that's when pee comes out. Mm -hmm. At least (laughs) that's how it is for me. Mine is reverse. Really? Pee you, then poop. Yeah. <laughs> really? God, I can't get my ass comfortable in this chair. Well, I'm well, sorry. Don't be. Get get comfy. I can't. My ass won't go back far enough. Well, I mean, you need a scoot? I don't know what I need. I gave a kid a scoot the other day. What's a scoot? Um, He was sitting at the table and he goes, Dad, will you push my chair in? <laughs> and I go, you need a scoot, my man? And he was like, yeah. And I walked up. Grabbed onto the chair, chair, you know, the top of it, and I just gave him a push over a tile that was misshapen. Did I tell you about the kid on the escalator when I came back from Atlanta? No. That reminded me of it. Get comfortable. So I'm going, get ready to get on the escalator. There's a lady holding a baby, and she's got like her two-year-old or one-year-old behind her expecting the kid just to hop on the escalator and he's scared and he's like falling all over and, and I'm behind him like almost falling because I'm getting ready to get on so she's going calm down calm down oh and she's already she's going down, down. <laughs> come she's like halfway down come on come on I go I'll get him so I like grab his hand but then I have my suitcase and I'm off balance and his feet start going like this over the edge of the Escalator step, 
And I'm like, fuck. So I just like throw my suitcase down. My suitcase is just going down the escalator and he's all screaming <laughs> and crying because I'm a stranger. <laughs> he's screaming and crying because you looked at him and you go, let's go, kid. And then you <laughs> grabbed your suitcase and tossed it. <laughs> and then I pick him up and I'm holding him because I didn't know what else to do. And then standing there going down with this little kid who's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was crying the whole time. He was he was just like terrified looking. Yeah. But was crying. Then a man comes up behind me and goes, uh, I'm the dad. And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> Let and me I hand give it him to off. Him. And I get to the bottom. She's like, thank you so much. Uh, he was really excited about the escalator earlier. I thought he would just hop right on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. The, the dad had to be like, hey, let go of my kid, That's lady. That's my kid. I'm the dad. The fact that he said, I'm the dad. I know. Like, I was thinking Ugh. maybe he was trying to say something to me, and I was too busy saying, like, it'll be okay. We're almost there. Oh, look, there's mommy. Dude, respect. Like, that's, you really stepped up as a citizen. I stepped up, and it was a mistake, because I almost wound up going underneath those escalator steps, which is my biggest fear. Yeah. You know, your hair just going in there. Sure. Do you have that fear? That's your biggest fear? Yeah. Mm, My biggest fear is 100% an apocalypse happening. But I mean on an escalator. Oh, you have a fear on the escalator? Um, I mean, I think I did hear about like someone's hair getting caught in it and they died or something like that. Or like you fall in and your fingers go in like. Yeah. And I didn't want that to happen to that child. That's why I took action. But me taking action, uh, I thought would again, give me superhuman strength and speed and it didn't. And yeah. I, and then I was falling and it was causing even greater hazard. You're like, kid, grab onto my titty. I need my arms. <laughs> and I'm like holding his hand like this, trying to get on, and he's his legs are flailing all over. And he's falling, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's fine. So thinking of you scooting and the kid reminded me of the kid scooting down that elevator, escalator. Oh, 100%. Well, that's great. Let's give uh, Libby a round of applause for... Thank you. Um... Taking taking action and being an upstanding and almost citizen. killing a child. In the- that that's an upstanding citizen thing. I'm the father. The father of who, buddy? Leave me the hell alone. You're like, listen, we're in an airport. This isn't Maury. <laughs> Get away from me. You're the father of who, buddy? <laughs> Not I'm me. trying to take care of this little kid here. Not me, you fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let me see some ID, and the mom's like, no, that that's my husband. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> He's releasing citizen's arrest. Ain't releasing this child to nobody until I start seeing some IDs around here. Y'all better. Hey, guys, listen. You turn on your phone flashlight. You're like, listen, I don't know what y'all are up to, (laughs) but I don't like it. I will not release this child to anyone without an ID. (laughs) Listen, while you guys are fumbling for your ID, (laughs) you can hand me yours, you can hand me yours, and you can head on down to that Annie Ann's right over there and grab me a pretzel. As a for thank the, you. For the good deed I just did. <laughs> Out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> I did a good deed. Ain't nothing to it. Nearly killed myself in the process. Local got- local elderly woman, a hero for the day, dies <laughs> on escalator. Woman's hair gets, woman's <laughs> nipple gets caught into escalator. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> woman's nipple sucked into and oh. deformed by escalator. Yeah, I mean, I have gotten a little scared of my hair going in and stuff, but I feel pretty confident on escalators now. Like, I don't really have any any freakiness about it. Feeling, I mean, pretty confident. I feel pretty safe on those flat escalators. Yeah, those are nice, too. Those are nice. I don't, oh, I don't feel a lot of s- fear on those. The worst is when someone's on the flat escalator and they're just kind of like standing there, like looking at the phone and you're like, listen, buddy, I've got to get to my flight. I have seven <laughs> more gates to go through. They should stand to the right. That's what I always do. The right is the slow lane. The left is the passing lane. Same as the highway. It makes me feel powerful when I'm on there because I can pass people up. Oh, of course. If they're just standing there, hell yeah, I'm going, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, do you feel that air? That's me going by you fast. You've got some ex- Yeah. Hey, lady, slow down. You're breaking the speed limit. <laughs> and then the guy slaps your ass. You're like, whoa. And we make love on the escalator. Oh, God. Flat escalator. Oh, 
You could, <clears throat> there is no, from, I could never come on one of those things. Oh, it'd be and too scary. And I mean, scary. it's about a minute long, I would say, if you're just standing and cruising. Mm-hmm. I've been on some long ones. Maybe not a minute, maybe 30 seconds. But you think I'm coming in 30 seconds? Absolutely not. <laughs> there's no way. So, not when there's, a you know, everybody at their gates looking over at you like, what the? No, for sure. Like an employee from Einstein's, like, peers out. Like, what are you doing, lady? <laughs> Try to come on it. <laughs> Try to come! Yeah, I just, um, my, my biggest fear is an apocalypse. Hmm. I, I can't, I started watching this new show last night, um, on HBO. It just came out. It's with Pedro Pascal, who played the Mandalorian in the new Star Wars show. Okay. He's a big deal. Good actor. And can you look him up real quick? Yeah, let's look him up. Put him on the big screen. To be honest, like, I didn't think he was like sexy in the Mandalorian, but now, after this episode of the show I watched last night, it's called The Last of Us on HBO, and it's like an apocalypse show. So it just premiered last night. Rafe and I were like, let's give it <clears throat> give it a shot and see what's up. And boy, it came out with a bang. And I, I even said to Rafe, I looked at him during the show, the apocalypse show, because it was, you know, first episode, hour and a half long. They're introducing the plot, giving you the lowdown. Mm-hmm. I looked at Rafe and I go, I'm not fucking kidding you. This is the scariest thing in the world to me. I'm not scared of much. Did he hold you tight after that? No, I said, don't fucking touch me. Or did he scoff? I said, do you know what you need to do is get into, you need to get me into a self-defense class because that's what I want to do. Okay, here's Pedro Pascal. So he's the Mandalorian. He was also in, I can't remember what movie. He is cute. He looks like who? He looks like this guy that I know, a blues guitar player named Mike Zito. I don't know him. Love a last name Zito. That guy is hot. I know. But so I never like really thought he was hot in the other movies that he's been in and shit. But last night I saw him in that show, The The Last of Us on HBO. And I straight up was like, dude, he's fucking sexy. He looks strong and like he could take care of me. And that's what you want in an apocalypse. Right. You want someone that can take care of you. I'm sorry, but that's what I need. I don't think by myself I'm going to make it on an apocalypse. I need help. There's a lot of problems that I'm going to be running into, like my contacts. I have to make sure that Mm -hmm. I have a backpack packed at all times that has contact solution in it and stuff like that. You know? You think he would carry that for you? Oh, it's not even that I think he would carry it for me. I'm more just talking about myself as a human. Okay. Like if I had to be ready for an apocalypse. Okay. Today... Not even close to ready. Okay. And I'd like to start taking steps that's in my usually life. That's what happens, though, when you're not ready. Exactly. <clears throat> and that's what I need to just start thinking about. Because I'm not making it. I think I would just uh, put myself in a situation where it would be over real quick. I'm not going to sit here and try to hide from zombies or yeah. aliens. I just... I, frankly, I just don't. You're kind of just... Not, I'm not interested in you're it. You're kind of just letting your maker... Take me home. Take you home. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, you're you're out. You're uh, you're ready to just be done. Just consider me gone. Oh, dude, I, I think I would try for a little bit, but it's like there's so many things. I was just sitting there last night watching the show, just thinking about like this moment right now. What I have going on. What am I doing in an apocalypse? Okay, what if the the people or the the bad guys can hear really well and they hear Simba bark in the house or something like that, and then guess what? Gone. So now what I have to do is decide, do I sacrifice myself or do I sacrifice my animal? Mm-hmm. And it's like in an apocalyptic situation, I hate to say it, but you got to sacrifice the animal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd take myself. I would. Because you just have to. I just walk out. Whatever the monster is or whatever it is, it's going to get you out. <laughs> open my door and just walk out and be like, I'm here. You would. Yep. I'm not going to go through all that stress. That's a lot of stress trying to stay alive. But, like, you wouldn't want to take, like, at least a month to kind of just chill out, chillax, and, like, just be like, you know what? Let me just really relax and read this book or, like... No, because how could you relax? You know they're coming. Yeah. You'd have to build a fortress and do all this and that and the other thing, and I'm not into it. Yeah. Count me out. I might, like, if the internet was still working, I might be like, I'm finally going to finish Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) You know... What if the whole internet goes down, though? Oh, that's what happens in these hypothetical situations. 
Nope. That it does. Not There's excited. Spooky little government warnings over everything. I knew I was going to have a fucking apocalypse dream last night after I watched it because I just it scares me so much. And I would say I have an apocalypse dream that's pretty intense about once a week, maybe twi- maybe once every other week. What is your scariest uh, apocalyptic, uh, apocalyptic scenario? What kind of enemy? Um, <laughs> dude, like a tiny little robot thing that burrows into your ears and kills you. <laughs> That's one I've had, one I saw in Black Mirror and that has really stayed with me for a while. Like that it can get through anything, like your windows or whatever. It's like it doesn't even matter. It's coming for you. Yep. And it just gets through and gets you, and then you're a fucking goner. Are you dead or you turn into a, a, a machine? No, I, machine. I think you die. Yeah, just take me on the beginning. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and be like, are they coming in? I know. I just might be like, dude, I should finish like all those Hot Pockets I have in the freezer. And like... I don't want that kind of stuff to go to waste. I mean, I guess it'll go to someone who's trying to survive and right. like make society a thing again. Right. But yeah, dude, I had a dream last night after watching all that that I had, I guess these alligators were the enemy or something. So we were like by water and there were like alligators and this thing was like taking over everything, animals, people, whatever. And I took like a Swiss army knife when I saw this alligator swimming and he didn't notice me and I took it. And I threw it at him, but it was like the most pathetic. Basically what happened is like, it kind of like stuck into his skin, but then it immediately fell out. (laughs) (laughs) And this was in my dream. So I start telling everyone, I'm like, guys, we got to fucking go. We got to fucking go. I have to fight this alligator. I'm basically fighting an alligator in my dream. No one's helping me until the very last minute when you just think I'm about to get killed or whatever. But I woke up this morning and the first thing I said to Rafe was, I need to take a self-defense class. But that's not going to help you against an alligator. I just need to know, maybe I need to take a class that teaches me like, okay, because I'm scared of guns and I I don't want anything to do with guns, really. I'm not saying I'll never shoot a gun, but like I probably won't ever shoot a gun in my life. Should I know how to shoot a gun just in case? Fucking maybe. I don't know. But even a knife, if I had to use a kitchen knife, if there was an intruder, I don't think I could actually stab someone. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I could actually do it. But maybe I could. Is there a place where I can practice? They're like, hey, we're going to put you in this scary area and it'll just be like a big piece of chicken or something that I can practice like stabbing. I don't know. Why don't instead of taking self-defense, take a class on how to just give up right away. (laughs) Giving giving up immediately. Because I want to try to make it for the the good of humanity and all of that, you know? Man, fuck humanity. (laughs) Like, I just... (laughs) Me and Randy walking outside together holding hands. (laughs) Take us. Man. Smoking cigs. Yeah, because it's like, what are you going to do? Stand-up comedy for 30 people? (laughs) Like... Yeah, cool. I want to stay at that level forever. <laughs> like all everything goes away. Once once yeah. an apocalypse like that happens, everything is done and gone. Every it's over. And but it's like the great thing is uh-huh. is when you do start over, then the arts will be back full force. Oh yeah. There's going to be shows everywhere. If you are yeah. the last living stand-up comic, after an apocalypse, you set the bar, dude. People right. forgot what humor is. You could be <laughs> not that funny and have only done like 30 open mics met, like in your entire life, but you could start it and you could become the the cool, funny guy in the very beginning. Yep. You know, because every I feel like the every era <laughs> has had to have that, you know, like people were so focused on surviving. And then one day old Roger was like. Now, who forgot about laughter? <laughs> Guys, we need to... We need some laughter. We're finally, finally feeling less stressed. Let's bring some laughter into our lives. Yeah, once things get a little normal and, and all that. the guy's like, knock, knock, who's there? And he does a dumb... <laughs> and everybody's like, whoa, yeah! Do you... Th- <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Do you think that in the midst of an apocalypse, like, okay, say you are not just giving up. Say you go with me for like a day or whatever and we're kind of rock and rolling and stuff and we're like, we're we're stabbing whatever we need to do, killing an alien, doing whatever, or we're trying to be really quiet and I fart. 
are you laughing? Yes. I rip one of those. I'm farting. I rip one of those little guys. Oh, yeah. While there's zombies everywhere. I mean, the the world is, you try to get on the highway to escape, you can't. There are cars lined up back to back to back to back. There is no mm-hmm. way out. You are, things are at the worst they ever could be. And I let out a little ripper. <laughs> yep. Not only is it hilarious, but then you you gave up for me because they'll find us. After yeah, because they'll hear us immediately and, I'll and be, be like, like well, yep, here we go. They find us by a fart. Oh, God. I mean, I just I don't know if I could ever. I think there would be a part of me that even if I was going through the motions of an apocalypse in the day after, which we've watched enough movies about things. I feel like we all kind of do know how things go, you know. Mm-hmm. And even though COVID wasn't like an apocalypse, it was a pandemic and people went crazy then. They're like buying all this fucking, buying all this TP, losing their fucking minds. People are panicking. Everyone's sweating, you know? A lot of sweating. There's no way I wouldn't be able to like do a bit. Like if someone got killed that I didn't like, I'd be like, (laughs) he always was a fucking nerd, you know, or something (laughs) like that. That's not a good time for jokes, though. I mean, I think if you're with the right people, it might be okay. (laughs) I mean, what do you got to lose? You're right. What you don't do you have got shit to lose? to lose. Maybe that's, maybe that is the way to go is to just give the fuck up. To just maybe go out with one cool little thing. Maybe like, you know, maybe a, a nice snack before you go out into the wild and just let them take you. Well, you could sit down for maybe half a day and figure out what are your chances of survival? And it's going to seem pretty slim. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and let my cortisone levels go through the roof every single day when I could just walk out on that porch and get eaten by a zombie and be done with it. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to hurt a lot less than stressing out for the next three years or however long these people you're hiding out from these people. Well, and however long you live, like there's a chance you might not even make it. Well, yeah. You're that's not, a, that's no, a, nothing's guaranteed, brother. I'd Life. sit down piece of paper and be like okay how many of these zombie shows have i seen do these people survive generally no so i'd be like the tv don't do it i ain't doing it those people are strong and healthy yeah and that's how it always is it's always a few people like will smith and i am legend it was just will smith and his dog samantha that was it it was just them two in this whole area he was in. Now he still had his little radio calling everybody every day. But what kind of life is that? There was nobody else? No one else. But, I mean, he finds him at the end. Spoiler alert. But that movie came out, like, so long ago. How many people on the earth? I don't know how many people were left. Maybe a couple thousand. Something like that. Whoa. Oh, yeah. And he had to travel far. And, I mean, trust me, it was a sad road. Because pretty much all he had to live for was Samantha. His German Shepherd. Oh, I would live for Samantha. Well, obviously she got killed. And it was very sad and very scary. I'm sorry, what? Yep. No, we'll never see that movie. Samantha doesn't make it. It's sad and scary. We'll never see it. But, you know, he had kids. He had a wife. He had all these people. And then, I mean, boom. Then it's just back to square one. How could they kill Samantha? He's doing push-ups because they got to pull at your heartstrings, brother. And he has to have that moment. Is this worth, do I keep going on? Is this for the good of humanity or do I just end it? You know? But Will Smith was still doing push-ups every day, I'll tell you that. He was doing push-ups. He had a, I think he had one of those uh yeah. insanity videos. He still played on his <laughs> DVD every day. He had electricity though? I can't remember. I think so. He did. Did Chelsea tell you we saw a movie? What what did you see? Whale. How was it? It was bad. It was good. It was bad. Really? Even it was even worse than I could have imagined. Really? You yeah. didn't like it? Well, you know, he I won an award we, for it last night. We talked about it in Mexico. Remember how I said yeah. I, I didn't agree with the use of the fat suit? Sure. Get an actor who's fat. Yeah. So that was my first issue, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. A large person could have played that role because he didn't do much in it. Uh, but it was so fat phobic and so triggering that I did nothing but cry through, I'd say, 50% of it. And I kept, I kept thinking, 
they're going to turn this around and they're going to have a lesson in it that is like, don't treat fat people like this or blah, blah, blah. Were people mean to him in there? Yes. Oh, that makes me sad. They kept saying he was disgusting. Uh, when he was in a wheelchair and his friend was helping him back up, she was going beep, beep, beep. Like just so many fat phobic things in there. I oh. couldn't believe it. And I kept giving it a chance because the acting was incredible. Okay. The story was terrible. And maybe I'm too dense. Maybe there was a, a, a underlying thing that I don't get. But if you are fat, no fat people uh, struggle with eating disorders. I wouldn't recommend going seeing this. Okay. It's very triggering and very harmful. Interesting. And there was no <clears throat> no lesson to be had. Okay. It was hmm. it was as exploitive as six hundred pound life. Okay. For me. Yeah, I don't like it. those shows. I think I watched like two episodes of that show one time and then I was just like, this feels really weird. Yeah. And I was like, and I know like part of me was, and I didn't want, it's not like I like put my 600 pound life on to be like, oh God, I'm here to make my life feel better and whatever. But I was like, I just felt more sadness for these people than anything because I was like, oh, like they're like having difficulty doing things every day that I take for granted or whatever. Right. And I'm like, like I just, I felt more sad. Yeah. It's very sad. And the fact anything. that they, is that show still going? Yes. And the, it's like, but they I feel, sell their, they, to get help, they basically sell their rights to any kind of privacy and they have, they're not giving any kind of dignity on that show. And I felt that was the same kind of thing watching this movie. Um, yeah, I just was there I, a lot of people in the theater. Yeah, and and four people probably walked out. Really? Yeah. And and me and Chelsea were like, we can't figure out how it's getting all these rave reviews. Really? Because it wasn't that good. The acting was incredible. But yeah. I just can't get over the fact, and the fat suit. Yeah, the fat suit was not necessary. Like. Ugh. I just keep thinking about it and thinking, was there a message I'm missing? Probably not. If there was, they need to make it more apparent so that it's not just you're thinking how disgusting this guy is. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I don't know. If it gave you the same feeling that like my 600 pound life does or whatever, then I think that's definitely not a good thing. Yeah. Because that's like, that show's so confusing and and like I said I watched probably two episodes like it had to have been five five years ago at least it was it's been a long long time because I don't really watch reality tv reality tv makes me feel bad in general the only reality tv show I really ever watched was Laguna Beach which we've talked about that Mm -hmm. and then um I watched a couple episodes of Sister Wives and stuff but my (laughs) 600 pound life was like and I watched Intervention way back when, probably 10 plus years ago, maybe because, I mean, I'm 30 now and I'm thinking I definitely watched some Intervention, like maybe right after I got sober, something like that mm-hmm. in the years following that. But it's like, you know, I was still like young and like in between like 17 and 20. So but now watching Intervention and stuff like, dude, I just can't watch that shit because it makes me feel so sad and weird mm-hmm. and like. I feel like sometimes people don't get it. Maybe, you know, so maybe that's like my experience with it as like as a drug addict or whatever, or, you know, as a former drug addict, maybe that's where I'm like, I feel weird watching that. So it's like, I should take your word on you watching the whale that you're like, oh, I didn't like that. Well, I'd like you to watch it because I know you wanted to see it. And I want to see maybe if you see something I don't want to see and then we'll have a discussion. Ooh, okay, let's do that. Because here's what the guy that did that movie is his name's Darren Arnofsky. And mm-hmm. he is like a very gritty director. Like he made the movie Requiem for a Dream. If you don't know what have do you know what that movie is? I do, yeah. Did you ever watch it or no. did you Okay, but you get the gist. Like basically it's a very gritty, fucked up movie about addiction and people getting obsessed with things. And it centers around four people. Three people who are junkies, like um, they're they're addicted to a substance, they're on heroin or whatever. So there's three people that are junkies, and then there's one person 
the mom of one of these people who is addicted to like, she starts watching like late night TV and getting obsessed with this idea of fitting into this dress and being all the, you know, like what she, so she gets jacked up on fucking diet pills and just like goes crazy. And this is like a 60 year old lady, you know? So it's like, it's a very gritty, very dark, dark film. In terms of like art of looking at something, it's like it is really well done because it makes you feel something Mm -hmm. that's like very scary and like just, you know, to think about a person that's so obsessed with like drugs or whatever thing that they have in their life where they have no balance is and to showcase that and for people to be able to like feel that, you know, I think is interesting and also cool that like someone could do that. But He's a very, a lot of people don't watch his stuff because it makes people feel a type of way where it's like, yikes, that's too much. That's too fucked up. Maybe, maybe his intent was to show fat people how they're treated. And then maybe people could see that, but I didn't. I just didn't see any redeeming of it. And maybe that's the point. I'll have to. I'll have to check uh, yeah, it out. Yeah, I just. I want to see it what it just got on had a lot Tomatoes. of stuff. It had a lot of weird stuff in it that I was just like, "Why are they doing that?" Yeah, everybody loves it. They can't get enough of it. I'm trying to see what it's on on Rotten Tomatoes because that's that's where I gauge my shit on. Okay, let's see. Audience score ninety one. Tomato meter sixty six percent. I love it. So that's a little low for uh the critics and stuff like that but i did see that last night he won an award for it i'll have to check it out and then even his little speech he made i was like i don't know how i feel about this dude it was like the speech that he made before well the speech he made when he got the award last night oh i didn't see the speech i was just like dude and i know he is a larger person I watched it and because Chelsea had sent it to me and I, I said, I don't know how I feel about this. It's, I don't know. Fat phobia and stuff is, is so difficult. And it's like, he said something like, just know if you're struggling with obesity or something to, to stand up and reach for the light. It's like, they aren't the problem. It's the people that are marginalizing fat people that are problem. How about instead say, how about we treat everyone with respect and kindness, dignity, dignity, instead of, with I don't know. It just how made about me we feel treat weird. everyone with no diggity, <laughs> no diggity. <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, because it's like, I think they're probably trying to showcase like, oh, how actually difficult it can be for a person when they are. And so that maybe they're trying to show you empathy in that way. And be like, oh, like life is obviously more difficult. Obviously, if you're not mobile in mm-hmm. that's in any fucking way, you know, mm-hmm. whether like you are in a wheelchair or you don't have use of your leg, like things like that. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't you have to work so much harder and face so much more fucking adversity than someone who can just be like. Oh, like, I mean, I've noticed it like with us where we're like in the airport and stuff. It's just shit I didn't think about before. But now when I go into restaurants and I see fucking certain chairs, I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, those are shitty chairs. Yeah. You know, like it's stuff that I notice now because I'm like, but that's the point, I guess, is to like have empathy for everyone. Maybe I because I was so triggered and emotional, I missed something. But every time they were like called him disgusting or showed him stuffing his food with face or I was just like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's almost like, why are you just playing into like the stereotypical right. things of like, cause it, it's like even my 600 pound life, you know that they, it's like a fucking, for some people, it's like a fucking weird fucked up watch mm-hmm. when they watch that show. Like they're like, God, I mean, I have my problems, but right. I'm not like this. these people. Yeah. It, you know, so it's like they, sh- they, sh- they sh- well, I'm just saying like those shows, like the reality shows, they have 
fucking editors and they have a marketing team and all yep. of this shit who's like, okay, we're only going to show like these things that are kind of like so crazy to watch. Let's show them and washing in a shower with a stick because they can't reach their private parts. Like yeah. that's not necessary. No. Don't show that. You don't need to show that. Exactly. But they, the producers got me on Sister Wife, so I can't say much. No. Flying sinker. Um, well, I will, I'll watch it. I'm curious what other people's opinions are on that too. Like of the movie, if you've seen it, I've either seen people say they're, they, they love it. It's the greatest thing they've ever seen. It changed their life. And then I've seen that's the most fat phobic bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, brother, I'll go into an open, open casket, you know, That's what I'm going to start saying now instead of saying open-minded. Listen, I'm a pretty open casket guy. I mean, you ask me a question, (laughs) I'll tell you. I am straight up open casket. I'm open casket, you know? That's what I always say. I'm an open casket. He can read me like a casket. Oh, dude, my buddy, he's just so close casket. It's like you try to tell him (laughs) something and it's like, so, you know, like, come on, man, like lighten up, you know, try something new. Lighten up, brother. Yeah, I live my life by open casket, dude. It's my biggest. That's my. That's my favorite moral: open casket. Yeah. All right, we've definitely gone way over an hour. We love yous. We will uh, be uh, back to you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, Love y'all. And bye. And cut. You dumb, super looking bitch. Gotty. You dumb, stupid looking bitch.